Hi guys and welcome to the Differently Ma podcast. I'm your host Orlan and I'm a content creator, singer and medical student in the UK that loves anything related to self-growth, self-development, improving your life as a whole and manifesting the life of your dreams. I'm here to help you close the gap between you and your dreams by helping you heal and grow. You're in the right place if you're ready to look inwards to find your answers, take accountability for your future, to start living the life of your dreams while being happy and healthy, deepen your faith in the universe, and discover new tools and concepts to accelerate your growth. I am so grateful you found this podcast, and I'm sure that you'll find something here that will help you on your own journey. So with that said, let's get into this episode, shall we? Leonardo da Vinci once said that the height of our success is gauged by our self-mastery and the depth of our failure by our self-abandonment. This clearly shows us the importance of self-development, self-mastery, self-understanding, and prioritizing yourself as keys to success. And on the other end of the spectrum, it shows us that if we don't do these things, we don't show up for ourselves, we abandon ourselves, we're now bound to fail. This is why in today's podcast episode, I want to talk to you guys about the importance of self-development, but more than that, I want to share with you guys tips that I would tell myself if I was starting the self-development journey today. Because I appreciate and I understand that self-development is a bit of a complex world. I feel like the industry has boomed recently. There's coaches coming out of nowhere, left, right, and center. There's experts, quote unquote, talking at us every single day on Instagram, telling us what we should do with our lives, how to improve our lives. There's just normal random people that are giving us their tips and their advice. And so it feels like it's simultaneously as easy as it has ever been to start this journey because there's so much content out there. There's so much help out there that can help us on this journey, but it's simultaneously as difficult as it has ever been because there's so much out there. There's so many people giving us conflicting advice, giving us things to do. It almost feels like it's overwhelming. There's just so much out there that we don't know where to start and almost kind of think a lot of us will just freeze and be like, I feel like I want to do this thing. I feel like I want to develop this self-development skill. I feel like I want to, I feel like I want to go on this self-development journey, but I don't know where to start. I feel like there's so much to do. There's so much that I want to work on that I feel overwhelmed. And so I'm going to choose to not do anything instead, or just, I don't know how to be a beginner in this field. And so this is why I'm doing this video for you guys. So first of all, let's talk about what is self-development. So for me, self-development, if I had to define it, is kind of, it's a journey. It's not like really a skill. It's a journey where you're committed to learning about yourself and you're committed to learning about yourself with the purpose of becoming better for yourself, for others, but also to better your life as a whole. And if you also like just debunk the word self-development, it's the development of the self. But what is the self? For me, I think that the self is a composition. It's an addition of a lot of different factors that make us as human beings. I think your finances, your business, your work, your family, your partnerships, your relationships, your hobbies, your mindset, your health, all of these things add up to make you, to make the self. And so when you're developing the self, you can be choosing to develop any one of those areas, all of these areas, a combination of these areas. And when you improve them, you inevitably improve the self. And so that's why, in my opinion, the self-development world is huge. There's the health what should you be eating? How should you exercise? There's the mindset. How should you think? How should you view life so that you can get the best opportunities? There's the business. What should you be doing in your business? What should you be doing in your job so that you can become better and be richer in all of the different ways? 
And so I think that's why the self-development world is a little bit confusing, a little bit overwhelming, because it kind of encompasses everything that we are as humans. Anything can be self-development, kind of, in my opinion. Anything that talks about anything that is related to the self can be developed and therefore can be part of self-development. But I don't want to confuse you guys with this. And I really want to help the people that are wanting to go on this journey to have a smoother transition and feel more confident and less fearful when they start this journey. So that's why I want to share with you guys a few different tips that I would do if I was restarting this journey right now. So the first thing that I want to share with you guys is to actually start as soon as possible. Then in the quote that the height of our success is intrinsically linked with our self-mastery. So the more we delay starting our self-mastery, our self-development journey, the more we delay our success. And the other thing for me is that with self-development, I don't think that the quote failing to plan is planning to fail. I don't think that this quote actually applies to self-development because every single person is very, very different. We're all very unique. We all have our weaknesses. We all have our gifts. And so your self-development journey will look very, very different from my self-development journey. There are different things that I need to develop that you might not have to or to different degrees. And so nobody actually has a perfectly established plan for you. Yes, there's people that can have like big lines and there's coaches that can help you, support you on this journey, but nobody can actually tell you exactly do this, then do that, then do that, and then you'll succeed. You have to start this journey and realize that you can't really plan for what's gonna happen. You can't really plan for what's gonna show up on this journey. You can't plan for the things that are gonna be uncovered that you're gonna have to deal with and be like, okay, I didn't realize that that was something that I had to work on. And so the more you delay starting, the more you're delaying your mastery. And choosing to delay this start because you're planning and you're trying to accumulate the more the most amount of knowledge and to plan this kind of new thing that you want to do to the best of your ability is actually not going to give you the best return of investment because God will laugh you know you're going to plan something and it's just not going to go to plan especially with self-development because you're going to start a journey and you're going to be rerouted all the time you don't know where this journey is leading you you just know that you are getting better and better and better at understanding yourself you're going you're getting better at mastering yourself and understanding how you work and developing a lot of different skills but you can't plan that it happens while you're moving it happens the moment you start this whole journey so basically start as soon as possible in my opinion, for self-development, the best time to start was yesterday. And so the more you delay it, the more you're delaying your mastery and the more you're delaying your success. The second thing is that the self-development journey is actually a lifelong journey. It's not one of those things where, again, you can plan and be like, okay, this is my five-year plan. And in five years, I'll be a master. And when I'll be a master, I'll be successful. Because we said that the self encompasses so many different aspects of us, like the money, the the business, the job, the partner, the relationship, the family, we talked about that. There's always going to be something else that you need to work on. Maybe at some point in your life, in five years, you'll be like, okay, I'm as good as I can be in the business aspect of my life, but actually my relationships are horrific. They're not thriving. Everything is super bad. And so now I need to focus my self-development journey, my self-development attention on my relationships that I, I can start to improve my life even more through my relationships. And so don't go into this thing thinking that you're going to have to be perfect and thinking that at some point you will actually become a master. You're going to become a master at mastering yourself, but you're never going to become a master of yourself, if that makes sense. There's always going to be something else to uncover. There's always going to be something else that you can go deeper in. There's always going to be something else that you're going to be like, ah, 
I didn't realize this two years ago, but now I do. Even if you're decades into the self-development world, decades into understanding yourself, decades into pouring attention towards yourself and understanding how you work, you will still find things to work on. And I think that works for a lot of industries, but especially the self-development one. So I think the earlier you can understand that as a beginner, that this is a lifelong journey that you're committing to, and it's a beautiful one, but that it's a lifelong thing, the quicker you can realize that you will make mistakes and the more indulgent you're going to be with yourself. And also I think it's going to like manage your expectations a bit better. You will never become a master of yourself. You will become a master at mastering yourself. So the other thing I want to talk to you guys about is a reframe around self-development because I feel like some people are really uncomfortable with being beginners and they feel like when you're a beginner, you have nothing to add. They're uncomfortable not knowing what to do. They're people that are very good at being in control and knowing what's happening and being the best person in the room. And so starting a new thing and being a beginner is really uncomfortable and brings up a few different things. For people that have this sort of thing that is coming up, I want to just help you guys reframe this for a second. In the self-development world, as we've said, it's the development of the self and the self encompasses so many different aspects. A beginner in a self-development world only means somebody that's probably started their journey more recently than somebody else. But it doesn't actually mean that you are a beginner in all areas of self-development because you can you are good at, you are naturally good at things already. And so because self-development encompasses all of the different areas of self, you can be really, really good at business and your job and your work ethic and not very good at your relationships and your family life. And you've started self-development today. Whereas somebody else could be really, really bad actually at their business and their work ethic and their job and good at relationships. And they started their self-development journey 10 years ago. And so if you had a conversation with this advanced person, quote unquote, you would actually be able to teach them a lot of things about business and work ethic and, and jobs that they did not know, even if you are, quote unquote, the beginner. So in self-development, it's kind of like anybody at any point can be the teacher and the student. And I think that's the beautiful thing about self-development is that you're not ever actually always a beginner. You're always simultaneously a beginner in an area and a student in an area and a teacher and, a, and an expert and a master in another. I think that that really helps reframe this whole thing is that everybody, even if you've been in this journey for decades, you are going to be the student of something. And I think that's quite beautiful. The fourth thing that I want to share with you guys that I think is really important if you're starting this journey is to follow people online that inspire you. So people that have good advice to, for you, but just not random people that you're like, oh, everybody follows that person. No, the people that actually inspire you for your own life. And I think that's really important to be selective with who you follow, just because, as I said, there's so much noise. There's so many things that are said at us. Um, that sometimes it becomes overwhelming. And so you have the power to choose who you want to follow. You have the power to choose who you allow in your space, who you allow to help you with those things, who you allow to give you advice through social media, through YouTube, through podcasts. And so be selective with who you choose, but simultaneously choose people that inspire you, choose people that like have a way of speaking that makes sense to you. A lot of the times there's a lot of people saying the exact same thing online, but the reason why you're going to follow them or not is because you resonate with the way that they've delivered that information. So try to find the people that inspire you, but also deliver the content and deliver the advice in a way that makes sense to you and that inspires you and that 
helps you on your journey. Don't follow just random people just because you think, just because they have a lot of followers or just because a lot of other people are following them. The fifth thing that I want to share with you guys is that when you're just starting, focus on one area only. Don't try to focus on simultaneously the business, the family, the relationships, the mindset, the finances. Focus on one thing dive deep into it become better at it over a few months and then when you feel like okay I've reached a new level in this area of my life and I feel comfortable where I'm at right now move on to a different area of your life where you feel like you would like to work on don't try to disperse your attention on a lot of different things focus your attention on one thing first dive deep into it become good at that and then that'll give you a lot of confidence and a lot of like proof for your own self that you were able to develop a skill, you were able to learn something new and become better at something, which will give you fuel to continue this journey. But if you choose to actually disperse your attention, it's not going to overall add up to a big change in your life. And you're going to feel a little bit more like a failure, like some, nothing has moved, like you've spent a lot of time doing a lot of things, but the invest, the return of your investment was not very high. Whereas if you focus on one thing and really dive deep and really improve one area of your life well, the return on investment will be high because you're going to be like, okay, my finance section of my life went from a four to an eight. And that's a tangible difference rather than having five areas of your life that go from a four to a 4.5, it's not that big of a difference. It's not really going to make your life that much better. So focus on one thing first and then move on to the next. I think that's what I would say. And then when you focus on one area, let's say you're focusing on relationships, then maybe listen to podcasts about relationships, read a book that talks about relationships, you know, follow pages online that talk about that, read blogs, like watch YouTube videos and It's not only important to read the stuff and have the knowledge. It's also important to absorb it, embody it and like apply it to your own life. So let's say you're working on relationships and you're like, okay, I'm reading all of this about communication styles and how to resolve conflict. And then now you have a moment in your life where you're going through a conflict. You will not feel like you're improving in your self-development journey if all you know is things that are up there. It has to go from your brain, from knowledge to skills and tangible things and you feel like you're able to apply the knowledge into your own life and it's actually making a difference in your life. So if you're going through a conflict and you're going to go about it the same old way that you've done for years that hasn't worked, you're not going to feel like you're actually improving, even if you have all the knowledge of how you should be dealing with this conflict. Whereas if you have a conflict and now you have all this knowledge in your head and like, okay, I've learned all of this over the last couple of months. Let me try to apply this. Let me try to apply what I've learned and go about this conflict slightly differently so that maybe this conflict is resolved in a better way that it ever has in the past. And then if you do that and the conflict resolution is a little bit simpler than it ever has been, you're going to feel like, oh my God, I'm getting better at this. And you're going to feel more motivated to use those skills again and work on those skills a little bit more next time around. So yeah, it's not enough to just have knowledge in your head. You have to like apply that knowledge as well in your real life and see actual differences, see actual improvement in your real life to feel like you're improving. So just accumulating knowledge, accumulating knowledge, 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 reading a thousand different books, watching all of the podcasts is not actually going to feel like you're improving that much more if you can't apply it to your life and actually see the difference in your life. So it's important to start off with the knowledge, but also it's important to apply that knowledge in your life and see, actively see how your life is changing through the things that you've learned. The next thing I want to share with you is that if I were to redo this whole 
thing all over again. I would make it a much higher priority to find a community of people that are invested in self-development as well for their own lives. Just because I feel like when you have a community of people that enjoy self-development as well and are committed to it, it helps you stay more consistent, but also it helps you feel a little bit less lonely in this journey because it is a bit of a lonely journey if you don't have people around you because it's something that it's not like a sport where you're on a team. It's like something that you're working on your own self. Um, And so it, it can get very lonely if you don't make it a thing to find people in your life or find friends that are committed to the same thing as you. And I definitely think that that's something that I would definitely tell myself is to find people in my real life that are also on this journey for themselves, just because then I can talk about it with them. I can feel less lonely. We can chit chat and discuss and we can also just firsthand realize how much everybody is simultaneously a beginner and an expert at different things within the self-development sphere. The seventh thing that I want to share with you guys is more of an actionable tip, but it's to use your downtime productively. And what I mean by that is that some people will tell you, I don't have time. I don't have time to do these things. I don't have time to develop this skill. And I actually do think that that's wrong. You do have time. You're just not making the time. And a lot of the times you don't even have to make the time. You can add on to time that is already quote unquote wasted. So time when you're walking back home from work, when you're going to work, time when you're cooking, time when you're doing a lot of different things with your hands, but you're not actively involved in a project, you could actually just put headphones in, put a video, a YouTube video on and just be learning something new, be developing a new skill, be diving a little bit deeper in that like one area that you said that you committed to learning more about. And so that for me is a beautiful way to start the self-development journey. It doesn't have to be like carve out an hour in your day to do X, Y, and Z. It can be like every morning when I'm going to be on my way to work on my, on my morning commute, I'm going to be listening to a podcast and developing myself. And it can be as simple and as easy as that. So you don't have to carve out extra time for this. You can use time that's already quote unquote wasted to do these things and add on to this time and make that time a bit more productive and make that time about your self-development. So that can be a really, really beautiful thing. And then the last thing I want to share with you guys today is be malleable. And what I mean by that is that the people that do the best in the self-development world and their self-development journey are the people that are the most quickly able to accept that the way that they were doing something is not the best way. It's almost as if the people that do well know that the way they do things is not the best way. And they're always trying to find a new way of doing things. And they've been able to separate their inherent value from the way that they do things, the way that they operate in life. And they're trying to find the best way to operate in life so that it can serve their value. It could serve their person. It can serve their success in the best way possible. Whereas the people that are stubborn, stuck in their ways and unable to change the way they do things because they think that their way is the best way and that nobody else has a better answer than them are the people that will do very, very poorly in the self-development world because we're, it's all about developing yourself. It's all about improving yourself. And sometimes you have to accept that you don't have the answers. You can't be prideful like that. Sometimes somebody else will have the answer. Somebody else will have the really good piece of advice. And if you're going to do well on this journey, you're going to be able to accept, beautifully accept with gratitude the advice that somebody tells you and be like, you know what? You're actually right. And I'm going to use this thing because this is going to super charge, super speed me into my next level of life. Whereas if you're super, super uh, stubborn and closed minded, you're not going to accept this advice. You're going to be like, no, my way is the best way. And then you're going to just slowly, slowly, difficultly get to where you want to be. Whereas if you're able to shape shift fast and be as malleable as possible, you're going to be able to get to your goals and to your success 
a lot faster. Okay, so I think that we got to the end of the video. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you're still listening in right now, thank you. I see you. I appreciate you. And yeah, please subscribe to my channel, like this video, share this video with other people that could benefit from it as well. If you're listening to it as a podcast, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. And then as a last little parting gift for you guys, for the people that have enjoyed this video, I highly recommend that you watch my motivation versus discipline video because I do think that you'll enjoy that one too. There's a lot of value in that one as well that I think will help you on this journey a little bit more as well. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I really appreciated spending this time with you guys and I'll see you guys next week. Bye guys. Bye.